and the same with me. I don't think people always think, oh, you're a massage therapist. Can I get a rub and tug? No, they're like, oh, you're a massage therapist. Does this feel tight? What is this? Is that a knot? That's a lot of what I get. Hello, friend. You're listening to the Edited for Content Show, a place where we try to understand a topic by extracting truth from theater. If you like this podcast, let me know, share it, and come back again. In this episode, I wanted to understand what a massage really is. Often associated with seedy acts of depravity, the art of massage dates back to 3000 BC. A sacred act of natural healing has been cast in movies and in news as a paid release for the middle-aged man. So what is the real story behind the laying of hands on people? While I'm not a fan of paying for a stranger to touch me, there has to be more to it. Lucky for me, One of my dearest friends is a professional in the business. So let's get into it. So my guest I've known personally for 17 years. And when I first met her, she was a sales guru. But for the last 10 years, she has been a massage therapist. Welcome to the show, my guest, April Crabtree. April, thank you for coming. Hello. Thank you. I'm so glad you could do this for me. So first and foremost, I got to know, this is the most important thing. How does massage therapy work? Like, is it just rubbing or what, like, what's the deal? It's the manual manipulation of muscle and it can be anything from just a light pressure to relaxation, uh, to therapeutic, getting something done to a deeper, more intense. It can really be a means to an end. Some people who have certain pains or problems with various body, you know, functions or what have you, sometimes medicine or physical therapy or surgery is what they need, but sometimes massage can be the answer. And massage therapy has been around for like a long time. I mean, like way longer than Western medicine, right? Ever, forever. It's been around a very, very long time. So, so I guess, I guess my question is why is it so important? Like, I mean, I know people that get massages as if it's a religion, like, like it's like a weekly thing or a monthly thing. But I mean, why, why is massage so important? I mean, and I'm not even talking about like, just, you know, you talk about this deep and soft tissue and all this manipulation, but I mean, why truly should massage be part of people's lives? I have clients who come in weekly who either they just have a desk job or I have one client who's an oncology surgeon, um, you know, and they work a variety of fields and whether, you know, you're working in HVAC, it's the taking care of your body. So many people are more concerned with their appearance. They'll go get facials to take care of their skin. They'll get their hair done, different things like that, but they don't care as much about taking care of how they physically feel as long as they look good and presentable to people. So it's a matter of, you know, teachers and nurses and mothers tend to take care of everybody else and put everybody else first, but put yourself first. And so many of us in this industry are trying to get people to understand that massage isn't a luxury. It's a necessity. It's a time to let your mind and your body relax and start healing some muscles and aches and pains. So, I mean, I guess, you know, that's a great point. And I never really even thought about how many 
people, you know, Botox and, and this outward, it's almost kind of this, it's almost a weird societal statement in a way because you have where people are more concerned about their outward appearance and how others feel about them than what they're feeling inside for themselves. Exactly. Oh, that's wild. Like, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Like Vanity rules. Well, well, yeah. And I guess that, you know, but I mean, and so massages, so massage is something that you truly do for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have had a lot of clients over the years that have even done bodybuilding and fitness modeling, you know, in addition to just weight loss. If you want to see better results from your exercising and your workouts, if you want to see better muscle growth from your workouts, then get those muscles relaxed, get them healed back into place so that they can grow so you can have more effective, better workouts. I mean, the way you build muscle is by when you're working out with the, the weights, and I'm moving my arms like you can see me, you're making micro tears in the muscle. Massage helps relax that muscle, put it into place, increase blood flow, which carries oxygen to those. So the faster those micro tears heal, the faster you can grow more muscle. So, and earlier you talked about like weight loss, like does, can massage break down fat? Massage cannot break down fat. There are different, um, and different people have different schools of thought about this, but there are different things that can help um, decrease the appearance of cellulite, but you're not going to, you know, whether you're doing cupping or a deep um, myofascial release, whether you're, how can I better put this? It will not reduce your fat. I mean, you can get a body wrap, which will temporarily reduce body inches, but massage will not make you skinnier. Like, you know, like with people who are, you know, like, because there's like cold sculpting, cold sculpting. And that's like, that's something that drives me insane because I don't like to be cold. I can't imagine what, what it's like to be, have your body frozen to try to reduce fat. But so this manipulation is beneficial for tissue, but it really doesn't, I mean, it's not for, you know, you're not rearranging the the cells or anything. You're just kind of regenerating and manipulating or, I mean, how does that work? I mean, cause you're talking about earlier about like the, the muscle, but I'm thinking like muscle cells and in, in the tears and the micro tears and stuff, you know, is it just kind of relaxing that? And do you get a faster recover time if you incorporate ma- massage as opposed to just having a rest day? You without getting into like all the, the the science of it and I don't know anything about the the, the cryo sculpting or anything like that mm-hmm. um, but I mean massage will help to relax that muscle to let it heal um, you have to ask that question again I forgot part of what you said now people who work out they will work out a muscle group and then they'll have like a rest day right? right and then does massage if they got a massage would that actually speed up that recovery as opposed to just waiting 48 hours or whatever before they work that muscle group again would massage actually decrease that recovery time it would increase the effects of that recovery time oh. i mean if you're taking 24 hours to recover you're taking 24 hours to recover you know whether mm-hmm. you spend it outside in the sunlight doing construction sleeping or getting a massage, mm-hmm. whatever you do can increase or decrease the effects of that downtime. And this is, I mean, we're, there's a lot of this that's just completely foreign to me and we've never talked about it, but 
is there a benefit to different like massage oils or not using oils or like, is there, you know, something to the oil other than, <laughs> I don't know, other than when you're done, you're just greasy. <laughs> Well, if if your massage has been done properly, you shouldn't be greasy when you're done. And there's benefits to a variety of oils. Some people have allergies to different oils that might be nut-derived, like an almond oil. Um, Some are better for your skin. Some mimic our skins. Um, Sorry, the dog growled. Some oils will mimic our own skin's natural oils, like jojoba oil is very close to that. But whatever oil your massage therapist is using, can also increase the cost of your massage. I mean, if I'm just using a plain coconut oil to work on you versus a very expensive jojoba oil or combination, then that's something to take into account too. So that's the oil, that expensive oil mimics like the cell. Like, how does that work? Like, what is that? (laughs) Oh, that's a whole nother science discussion for another day about, and I don't even use jojoba, but I know that some of the oils, when I pay higher price and get a higher quality oil, I know that I feel that my work is more effective. I feel that I've done better than using some kind of like a cheap, crappy kind of oily and make you feel oily. So a quality oil, it, it, creating, it changes your, the glide of my skin on your skin, the hand and the arm. So it's, it's, it's different effectiveness. It, it definitely makes a difference. Wow. Okay, so... And of course, you know, I'm, there's many different avenues of massage. There's many, many different types. I mean, you know, globally, everybody kind of has this different things. And I wanted to ask about a couple different, um, types of massage to just kind of get your take on it as a professional, because I mean, I, it's kind of like when you're in the movies and you're a professional in something and they're doing something in the movie and you're just like, yeah, no, that's not how it's done. Not how that works, yeah, right? Right. Like, mm, no, I'm sorry. Um, are there any true benefits of somebody walking on your back? It's not walking on your back. It's ashiatsu massage. And the therapist is really partly hanging from their arms, holding their own weight from their arms. And it's just a different style of massage, just like there are a thousand different things. Um, one friend who did it, I asked her why she did it, and she said she thought it would give her arms a break, but she didn't realize that she's spending so much of the time holding her muscles, holding her body weight from her arms, and it's just using your feet to get into the body in a different way. And overseas and in different different parts of the world, they maybe don't necessarily use the bars like a lot of us do here in the U.S., and they do walk on you and it's just a different style of massage a different style of pressure um just as any different tool whether it be the body or a physical tool you're using has a different way to manipulate that muscle or get something to do what you want it to do or stop doing what you want it to do so it's really a thing like walking on somebody's back like those massages that you that's a that's a thing it's a legit technique it absolutely is. It is. And it goes back to, I mean, ancient. And so, and I've had friends that have gone overseas and they've even said that they've gone to Thailand or Korea or whatever, and they'll have friend people who will go and they'll get a massage. And I said, this little tiny woman came out, but I told them I wanted to deep pressure, but she practically broke me in two. So it's different styles. Oh, I didn't even think about like somebody really super tiny, but having that much force Oh, yeah, and it's all about using, you know, leveraging angles in your body weight. 
angles to do like to get in there or to like yeah to um what is the word i'm looking for it is all body mechanics proper body mechanics to you know somebody says they want a light pressure i may stand one way if they want deep pressure i'll be standing another way and if they're like oh you can you can go deeper i'd like some more pressure i'm gonna you know basically raise my wrist up to my shoulder and be on the tippy top of my elbow and that's gonna feel much more firm than if i'm just gliding my arm or my hand across the back so they actually teach you this body mechanics this positioning to me i always thought like if you were like no you can go a little harder like it was just more of a physical muscle thing but there's actually like positioning and 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 everything that goes into it to get that result yeah and the nicest thing are some of the massage tables that are hydraulic tables that you can raise them up and down so if somebody wants more pressure during a massage okay so i can change my body position I can raise my arm up to give you more of that sharp angle. And if they say they want even more pressure, that's where I'm going to use more of my body weight, lower that table closer to the ground. Now I'm going to come up on top of my arm and all right, you got it, buddy. Here you go. That's all I've got to give. <laughs> but I've had, I've had some people ask for more pressure and I've put a foot up on the wall and I'm on the tippity top of my elbow and I'm pushing into them with all I got. And I'm like, see, I don't have anything else to give. I can't go more. Is there, so in that, I have to ask about devices. Do you use any, um, and, and I, and I asked this because, and I don't know if you remember, but do you remember the episode of friends where Ross was trying to give a massage with like wooden spoons? Oh, that is funny. You know, it's funny because most people go, have you ever seen the one where Monica's getting massage from Phoebe? And I'm like, great, you're going to moan, got it. But I do remember that one. And um, <laughs> there are, I like to use the silicone cups. There's bamboo sticks that you can use. Um, there's a whole variety of tools um, called gua sha, which is a scraping tool. Um, not a fan of it. I've had it done, but there's a ton of different, I mean, from static cupping where the cup just sits on your back, which is similar to what Michael Phelps, the Olympic swimmer had to what I prefer to do is the silicone cupping where I slide it up and down um, the limb or the back or whatever to try to get that fascia to release hot towels, heat, heated stones help to relax muscles. If somebody doesn't like a lot of pressure, get a hot stone massage that'll help relax those muscles. So those muscles can relax faster than hand-over-hand pressure. You're listening to Edited for Content, separating truth from theater. So the cupping helps release that. See, I, and you see people, like I've seen videos and pictures of the aftermath of, those, of the cupping, and I'm kind of like... And not all cupping leaves a mark. That's only the static cupping where you leave it sit on the skin. And there are a variety of different types that do a variety of different things. Yeah, and that was, when I saw that, I was like, okay, no, seriously, what do you, like, who paid the upcharge for that? But there's a there's an actual physiological purpose for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I well, since, and we ha- since we're talking about equipment, I've got to ask: Are massage guns good? They are in the hands of somebody who knows how to use them. I have one. I love it. We have one at work that we use. Um, I actually just bought another one two days ago online at Amazon. So, and as long as you go and anything you want to learn practically on the face of the world is available 
on YouTube. Ask somebody who either knows how or look up if somebody gets one how to use those. Otherwise, you really can injure yourself. Um, but I love mine. They're amazing. They're great tools. <laughs> oh, my God. It's well, great. And I have to be honest because um... – so one of the people I interviewed is an older gentleman and before the episode we were kind of talking about um, like because they were asking, you know, like who have you interviewed? What are you, what are your topics? What are you looking for? And I said, I was going to do what about massage? And I said, one of the questions I'm going to ask about is if these massage guns are any good because I have this envision, I have this vision of somebody maybe a little older, maybe taking or on some sort of blood thinning medication firing up this massage gun and literally looking like somebody beat the, the living shit out of them head to toe. No, he definitely shouldn't look like that after a massage uh, percussion tool, a massage gun was used on you. No, but I did, you know, before they were so popular and such a thing, I got a massage from somebody who had some expensive massage tools and used them on me. And then he, at the end, he said, um, he goes, okay, so what do you think is the cost of this one? And then he showed me another one and said, what do you think is the cost of this one? And the first one was like $1,300. And the second one was like $25. And I'm like, $25? He goes, yeah, this is a small car buffer from Home Depot. I was like, what? And he said, yeah, you just press it down. He didn't use it on the skin, but he would hold, you know, the blanket still and press it down over the person and just go back up and down the back with it and he goes yeah it increases you know hyperemia it brings blood to the surface of the skin that vibration relaxes the muscle a little bit and he said it does the same damn thing and it's not a lie i had one i used to use it on myself and some of my you know friends and clients <laughs> but then you know massage them came out and they're much more effective and have different points and tools but uh before then, I had my handy-dandy car buffer. So my parents, and I think they actually got it from my grandmother, had this. And the only way I can describe it is like this 1950s. The thing had to weigh, I swear to God, 60 pounds. And it had like a, a, a leather pad underneath it. And he had these two handles. And it literally felt like you were um, trying to steer a semi-truck. And when you turned it on and you put it on somebody, I mean, it literally shook your whole, I mean, it had like, it had to be like 60 horsepower. It was ridiculous. And you would, I mean, it felt, don't get me wrong. I mean, it felt great. The person running it, their arms felt like they'd worked a jackhammer at a construction site all day. But I was just amazed that this gun thing was so, and it's got different attachments and it's got all this stuff. And I'm like, you could hurt. I mean, to me, it's something that if you put it on the wrong joint or in the wrong spot, you could really hurt yourself. Exactly. You don't want to hit any bony landmarks. You want to make sure you're getting muscle and, you know, not attachment points. But, yeah, different different attachments work on different things. And you definitely want to be trained on how to use it or research how to use it before you actually hold one up to your body. I could hurt myself. I mean, even even watching videos, I'm going to be dead honest, I could hurt myself. No, um, but you love how it feels. Like I said, in the hands of a professional, like you can have one and know exactly what to do with it and instruct somebody on what to do with it. For me, like I said, I'm I'm going to hospital. Is there ever a situation where massage therapy isn't the answer? Like it it's not going to work for you. Um, there's it's just not something that would be beneficial for somebody. Is there a situation where that would apply? I mean, there's all kinds of contraindications. I mean, if somebody, you know, if they've got 
a variety of issues going on. I had one lady come in recently who um, was diagnosed with a blood clot. I was like, well, no, no massage today. Be, oh, well, just just don't massage that area. Well, blood goes round and round, and I'm gonna no matter what I work <laughs> on, it's gonna be increasing your blood flow. So we don't want to push that clot anywhere the doctor doesn't want it to be. So you know, if anybody has any kind of an inflammation, if they're under a doctor's care, you know, different things like cancer and cancer treatments. You know, there's lots of contraindications, and sometimes we will request that you know you get a release from your doctor. Um, and, and sometimes it works well, someone's trying to, you know, they've come and say, oh, I have this issue and I want it worked on. And I'm like, you know, that's really going to be something that maybe, you know, chiropractic or physical therapy, but we're not, you know, allowed to diagnose. I can tell you, I don't think this is going to be beneficial, but I can't tell you, you should go to a chiropractor for that, or you should go to, I can't diagnose that far, but try to watch carefully what I say so people don't assume and, and fill in the blanks on their own. Right. Right. No, but people have come in and then, you know, they've marked right on the form that they have a cold or that they they don't feel healthy and well today. And I'm like, well, go home because you know, Oh no, no, I figured this would make me feel better. No, no, this is going to make you sicker. You, you've got to go. A question about that. So I know that one of the things, and we're actually going to get into a couple of experiences that I have, and you're going to tell me why they were fabulous or why they were wrong. Cause I personally feel violated, but what is the deal with, this like after you're done this here's a bottle of water drink this you have to like you have like it's like a law like you have to drink water after your massage what is that you know it's not a law and when i taught massage school I, my students were like oh to flush out toxins and i said no if you can find me a documented medical journal written by a reputable source that actually says that sure we can say that water is good for you we're made of water i mean you want to Muscles, fibers, okay, this is an analogy that I give that's similar as to a, a few different, a few, a few different reasons, but when you're cooking spaghetti, imagine the muscle fibers are those spaghetti noodles, and if you didn't put enough water in the pot or never, you know, move that around, and then you tried to twirl that spaghetti around your fork, it's not going to work. But as long as you give water to enough water to those muscle fibers so that they can slide against each other and work in unison to do what they need to do, then you will have less issues and problems with muscles contracting or getting something to stretch or to move. So we're made of water. You're sweating water. You need to drink water. It totally makes sense what you just said. Hey, if you put an analogy to food, I will totally understand anything better. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, food is – listen, so let me tell you how we're going to do this. I'm going to teach you how to do surgery, but we're going to talk about a quiche. Barbecue. A barbecue or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I had – so I've had very few massages, and to me, they've never – They've never gone well. I won't lie. Well, you know, you were supposed to come get one from me that one time, but then well, you I, didn't tell me you were trying to come in. I know, and I, I know, and you were off work. I just happened to be and there, I and you left. were off work. I know. I would have stayed. I know, and I know, and I it just See what happens when you try to surprise me. Well, you I know. Don't get a massage. I don't get a massage, and um, and someday hopefully that will not be the case. But so in my experience, the one the one that always sticks out, and I think it's probably the most traumatic, is. I had this massage and it was by a gentleman, which doesn't, I mean, male, female, that didn't, that wasn't the issue, but like I'm laying there and I'm on my back and, um, out of the blue, he comes up and he's like massaging my neck. And then all of a sudden he like cracks it. 
What? And I freaked out because <laughs> I don't. So I'm one of those people that I can't do the bone crack. Like people who crack their knuckles. That crack my... is out of our scope of practice. And he could injure somebody very, very bad and is not supposed to do that unless he's a chiropractic doctor. So that's not a thing, right? Absolutely not. See, and that's so ever. So and that was like one of my first massages ever. And Holy crap! I would never go back. I well, I I didn't, and I've only done. I think I've only done like one, maybe two other massages since then. But every time they get up around my neck, I kind of. I it's hard for me to relax because I just have this vision that they're they're going to do this sneak attack. No, and we pop may do my stretches neck. <laughs> or a massage, but we should not do any popping, cracking, or aligning of cervical vertebrae. Absolutely not. Totally out of our scope. Yeah, see, and it really, I'm not going to lie, I <laughs> i freaked out. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really, I was like, in a, but I've never had, I never had a massage before, so I didn't know. I didn't know if this was like a thing, and I'm like, and that's why that's I've never okay. gone to a chiropractor, because I'm not having anything popped. Um, but, I'd love to have that done to the chiropractor, but when I'm expecting it, I know that's what's happening. Well, yeah, and that's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, so those were kind of my experiences, and one of the reasons why you know, this topic was something I really wanted to talk about because I'm like, I don't know that I've ever had or even know how to request an accurate massage. You know what I mean? Like, cause you do have to give kind of, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want, you know, which is interesting to me because I never associated that before. The neck cracking thing? Yeah. Yeah. That should not be associated with massage. Nope. No. Well, see, and that's why I wanted, that's what I wanted to talk to you. One last question. As a massage professional, how do you feel like the media and movies portray massage? Because to me, it always comes off as kind of this hush, hush, dirty, secret, filthy thing and associated with some horrible references. But you're in the profession. So how, I mean, how does that affect you? And you have, know, There was that, oh, sorry, I cut you off, go ahead. No, 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 I, and I was just going to say, and have you ever had an experience where somebody has asked for something that was vastly inappropriate? I have never had an inappropriate client. I once or twice thought, like, is today going to be the day? Is this going to be it? But I've not, but people have always said, I mean, or, uh, you know, how come you, and I go, have you met me? Because pretty much within 60 seconds, if you meet me and you try to, I don't know, fuck around, can I say that? Sure. You're gonna, I mean, be careful what you ask for. Um, and there was that show, um, I think it was called, I don't think, I don't know if it was called The Rub or if that's what the place was called. Jennifer Love Hewitt was in it. And massage therapists in general tend to get up in arms about everything. Don't call us masseuse, whatever. If you're French, I don't care. But yeah, it's massage therapist. Um, and there's a lot of sex trafficking still in this field. And it's usually a lot of the, I don't want to label anything, but what you might think might look like a front for massage. But I thoroughly enjoyed that show with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I see it on TV. I laugh at it. But you know what? My mom's a nurse. I was married to somebody who was in the military. And watch a TV show or a movie with any of them. Oh, that's not what they do. It's, oh, that's not how it works. But you know what? Just like when I see people being portrayed in massage in the movies, yeah, that's not how it works. But I don't care. I'm watching a show. I'm watching a movie. It's not real life. It's a show. It's a movie. But many, many people in my field 
as in any field, get completely bent out of shape. Does anybody really want to watch a movie or a TV show where every single profession is portrayed exactly how it is? No, that's how we lose the comedy aspect of things, of that whole misunderstanding of what makes it funny. Yeah, but your mom, I mean, how many people went up to your mom and said, oh, you're a nurse, I'd love a sponge bath, versus, oh, you do massage therapy, how about a happy ending? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's this... I don't think that's even remotely comparable. Because I don't think when somebody thinks of the nursing field, they don't think sponge bath. They think, can you look at this? Does this hurt? Do I feel hot to you? You know, and the same with me. I don't think people always think, oh, you're a massage therapist. Can I get a rub and tug? No, they're like, oh, you're a massage therapist. Does this feel tight? What is this? Is that a knot? That's a lot of what I get. So it's all, so that's a Hollywood thing more than anything then? Uh, I would say, yeah, that that's how they try to portray. I mean, aren't all firemen buff and sexy and walking around with their, you know, turnouts <laughs> half open? I mean, aren't all stay-at-moms working in high heels and push-up bras? I mean, come on. Oh, uh, no, I no, absolutely. And I just, I mean, I had to ask because, like I said, it's just, to me, it's always this really, you know, kind of a seedy portrayal. But like I've known I've known you many, many years and knowing you, I have no doubt that you are the most professional massage therapist and you handle yourself accordingly. But it's just that society, you know, there was in the media where that guy went and shot up that place and and, you know, and it kind of the thing they were focused on was his sex addiction. Well, I don't really think that that's. It's just you tie those two together. When media has a chance to tie those two together, they do. When it's sex and massage, they try to to put it together. But I just wanted to kind of, I wanted to pick your brain, and I, you know, I got to do that. Hey, I had a friend who was fifty, going into his fifties, had never had a massage before, played hockey, and we always talked and joked around and different things like that. And he came to get his very first massage for me, and at the end of the massage, he was like, "Wow." that was really relaxing. That was amazing. What you were really professional. I'm like, why are you shocked at that? You know, I mean, we had never met on professional grounds. We were friends that always like, you know, joked around with each other and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. You're a professional. You're a consummate professional. I, I do surprise. I, you know, I told my friends, you know, I, that we joke around, you know, all you want, but we're, when we're on this side of the door, when we're out in public hanging around, all bets are off. I'll tease you about anything. You can tease me about anything, but when we're on the other side of the door and the massage room, no jokes. Zero tolerance. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Good for you. April, I cannot thank you enough for being on. You, um, your friend, got nothing but love for you. I want to thank you so much for doing this for me. Thank you, Earl, for inviting me. You've been listening to the Edited for Content podcast. Again, if you enjoyed it, let me know, share it, and come back again. Thanks for listening, my friend. Have a great day.